Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this special radio show with Dr. Doug Thompson. With over 25 years' experience in the identification and isolation of the oral pathogens that lead to disease, Dr. Thompson's going to talk to us about the serious connection between gum disease and many of the catastrophic diseases we suffer. He'll tell us where his research has led him with respect to avoiding these silent killers. He's with us today from Birmingham, Michigan, and this rare opportunity for listeners to call in and talk to him directly. You won't want to miss what he has to say, and if you have a question for the doctor, we're inviting you to call in at 1-800-859-0957. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome to this special live radio show where you can call in with your questions and talk to the doctor directly. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here today talking with Dr. Doug Thompson, integrative oral health dentist from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. He's with us discussing his state-of-the-art clinic, the latest diagnostic systems in oral health care, and the importance of the connection between the mouth and many systemic diseases. If you have a question for the doctor on the matters we're discussing today, don't hesitate to give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, it's 800-859-0957. Dr. Thompson, welcome to the show again. We're always happy to have you here, and you always give us lots of information we didn't know about. But let's let's start off today talking about the fact that April is Oral Cancer Month. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Amory. It's nice to be here, and uh, thanks, Siobhan. Um, I think um, it's really important to know that not only these bugs in the mouth cause different problems for our teeth and our gums, but um, one of the other uh, areas that we have big significant concern is oral cancer. And we know that uh, every 34 to 40 seconds, somebody's going to die of a heart attack or a stroke. Um, but what we don't know is in less than an hour, someone's going to die from oral cancer. Uh, right now. So oral cancer is another significant thing that we want to think about. And what we had known historically is that um, excess smoking and um, alcohol use were probably two of the biggest risk factors for oral cancer development, meaning changes in the skin that turn into, um, you know, that turn into a cancerous type situation. But now about 40% of the oral cancers that we're seeing are from people are with people that don't have traditional risk factors. So there's other things that's contributing to these cancers. And it's significant that your dentists have a detection system so we can find things early. And we even stopped calling it an oral cancer exam. Uh, we now call it an oral abnormality exam. And that's an exam that we would do that would, that could pick up anything that could cause pain disfigurement or loss of life, and we want to help monitor that. So we want to create awareness for our patients about what the things to look out for, uh, and we want to make sure we get people uh, diagnosed and detected early so we can do something about it. Let me ask you, Dr. Thompson, as you're talking, I mean, oral cancer is something that you rarely hear about. I mean, all the other cancers are well known, and most of the symptoms are known to people, but what are the symptoms of oral cancer? And what about the people that don't go to dentists regularly and they don't have someone looking in their mouth? How do they, what are the symptoms and how they get diagnosed? Well, it's one of the things that I share with patients that, you know, if they don't want to have their teeth examined, uh, they surely should have somebody at least once a year, even if you're wearing a denture. Uh, these are people that don't have teeth and they think they don't need to have their mouths examined. Well, at least one time a year, you want to look very carefully at all the tissues, both the movable and hard tissues in the mouth. You want to make sure that there's no abnormal lumps or bumps. And some of the symptoms would be 
um, would be uh, red spots, black spots, d- uh, pigmented spots on the gum that uh, that don't and typically they don't hurt. So that's a that's a, another big problem. A lot of the a lot of the things that are benign or meaning won't hurt you, they are painful. And a lot of the things that w- that will hurt you aren't can not, sometimes not be painful. So it's like a mole or another area of your body where you start to get a discoloration or you start to get growth. Sometimes the growths are uh, they actually are bumps. You can feel them. Sometimes you can't. So you have to really look carefully. And you can have other things like um, chronic throat clearing. You can have ear pain. Uh, there's other things that can happen that could be a sign that there could be something going on in the mouth. So today, the biggest, uh, another big uh, infection is HPV. That's from the human papillomavirus. Uh, that's something that almost all of us are exposed to. If we're sexually active, we're almost all exposed to it at some point in our lives. And it could have been 35 years ago uh, where that virus all of a sudden starts to reactivate and uh, causes problems in the mouth. So just like we ch- we teach women to do uh, self-breast exams, men should be rubbing their neck. And if you have any abnormal lump or bump in the neck, uh, you want to get that looked at promptly. But as you're talking, I'm thinking about the fact that most people, if they, if and when they brush their teeth, they're not actually looking inside at their gums or the oral cavity. They're not lifting up their you know, their face and really searching inside their mouth. So, I mean, it could be missed. It's, you know? it's very easy to have it missed. And as a matter of fact, one of the things that's a problem is um, because it's easy to miss, uh, many of the cancers are self-discovered. And by the time a patient discovers the cancer or has a problem or recognizes something, it can be far, far too long, too late. So we detect these things very early. Uh, we have a light system in the office that allows us to look deeper into the tissue. Uh, so we're using assistance with uh, other types of t- technology uh, to help us. And then, of course, we're always screening for and we're interested in learning about certain bacteria that uh, that live in the mouth, yeast and viruses. And if you have an imbalance in any one of those areas, evidenced by maybe some other types of disease, gum disease or cavities, and we're really looking carefully to make sure that uh, everything else is normal. So whether people have a tooth problem or tooth decay or they they don't need to see a doctor for an emergency going on, what you're saying is they should come in and be checked on a regular basis for there's, oral cancer. There's no question about it. You would definitely want to have an, uh, uh, an oral abnormality exam. Most offices will call that an oral cancer exam, but there's no question you want to have that. And it involves both it involves both palpation of the neck, you know, feeling around and looking around and um, and sometimes taking some images. But it's basically a quick test. I mean, very it's not invasive. No. It's a very simple, easy. And and how often should people have it takes this takes less done? than a few minutes. We like to do it twice a year. Twice a year. So whether they are going into <clears throat> dental care or not, they should be, people should take note, oral cancer month, yeah. get in and be screened for oral cancer just as deadly as many other diseases. No question. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. In the meantime, you're listening to the Dr. Thompson radio show. The doctor's here with us today talking about the seriousness of undetected oral pathogens, which can be the root cause of many catastrophic diseases. If you have a question, you can call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this chance to call and talk to the doctor directly. You're listening to the Dr. Thompson Radio Show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Dr. Doug Thompson Live Medical Radio Show here on WJR. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, here together with Siobhan Cronin piping in from Columbus, 
Ohio, and we are here talking with Dr. Doug Thompson, general dentist and oral health specialist in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. He's with us discussing the latest diagnostic methods he uses to diagnose many systemic diseases, from cardiac disease to the prevention of Alzheimer's. If you have a question for the doctor, don't hesitate to call at 800-859-0957. Dr. Thompson, over the break and on Facebook, which we encourage people to check in on our Facebook live feed, we are talking about the importance of early screening, obviously, for oral cancer. But what other things are you finding in the mouth when you're doing an oral exam? Well, when we see um, when we see evidence of some kind of bacterial imbalance, or if I have people who come and they just want to know the uh, type of bacteria that live in their mouth, and if they have uh, conditions that could uh, promote um, different types of diseases, they want to find they want to find that out. Then we do that screening for them, and um, now there's quite a bit of research. You know, we're up to 57 different systemic diseases now that are cross-reference to oral pathogens, oral bacteria. And we're going to use the word pathogens to include not only bacteria, but yeast and viruses as well. So it's not just bacteria. And one of the big viral uh, conditions that I've tested for and that I can test for is uh, HPV virus. And so we have, I had quite a few people in the early uh, days of salivary diagnostics using the saliva, which is just a really simple uh, simple uh, collection, painless, um, takes just literally 30 seconds. Uh, we send that into a testing lab and we get that back. And I used to test a lot of people for HPV um, because H- long-term exposure to the HPV virus can transmit and can turn into a cancer situation. So we would have people that if we find that they have high levels of activated virus in the saliva, we measure them every four to six months. And um, those people get their throat scoped um, probably twice a year or at least once a year um, by an ear, nose and throat specialist. So this is where we get into the um, where we get into the collaborative opportunity with physicians because we need people who can look deep in the throat. We can only go back to the tonsillar area. But if you want to start looking down further, you need special scopes and different things that you can look down into the uh, into the throat with. And most of the HPV cancers are in the throat area deep in the throat area, and men are uh, have a, a 22-fold increase uh, chances of having throat uh, issues. So this is why a sore throat, a lump in the neck, uh, these are all things uh, that would be, in, that would be, we'd be looking for for HPV. Now, that's this just- This is really, not, not yeah, to interrupt you, Dr. Yeah. Thompson, but this is really interesting because I think a lot of people think about HPV as something that is related to cervical cancer and, and females for the I most gonna part. I was going to say so the I, exact same thing, Siobhan. The only way we know about it is because your OB-GYN tells you about it. Right, exactly. I think men men have no idea. I mean, I think a lot of men would not ever think to get tested for HPV or even know that it could lead to some sort of cancer of the throat or neck or the mouth. So I think this is massive news. Yeah, there's no question that it's important to do and it's important to have uh, to have screening exams. That's why we do it. Um, You know, we do that for for that reason. But there's no question that the um, that the HPV virus has come on really strong. And we've heard a lot about it now. The covid virus situation you know, helped us understand that viruses do a lot more to the body uh, than just act in one local area. So this is an area of the mouth. This is an area where there's a large volume of uh, bacteria, yeast, and viruses, and especially if it's imbalanced. So, you know, we can detect gum disease and we can detect, um, we can detect, when we look at the bacteria that cause gum disease, 
that's when we start to go into the other areas where diabetes and osteoporosis and um, all types of other uh, uh, things can be uh, can be related to mouth bacteria. And so our job is to make sure we rebalance that so that we can take that risk off the table of the mouth contributing in a negative way to your cardiovascular health, to your metabolic health, and to uh, other areas of your life that can cause uh, that can cause problems. And when you think about it, as you're talking, and as you know, Siobhan and I picked up on the same thing at the same time about HPV. The only reason I ever heard about it, or maybe she ever heard about it, was when you go to see your OB/GYN and they talk about it. I don't know how men find out about it, but as you're explaining what you do with your diagnostic process in your office, it's amazing to think about the fact that this is basically a one-stop shop for diagnostic screening for so many deadly diseases, so many horrible situations, because I would think the average person would stop and ask themselves, where do I go, you know, if I have these symptoms or a lump in my gums or whatever? I don't think they're necessarily thinking, let me call my dentist. And furthermore, you're one of two or three dentists that do what you do because you are a preventative medical dentist. And I think it's really important that people understand that, that they can go to your office and it's just like a Pandora's box. You know, you're, you open up your mouth, you look into it, you take a swab, you take a saliva sample. You got like 50 or 60 different diseases that you can predict. Yeah. 50, How easy is that? 57 now that we can, that we can look at. Well, one of the things that we do when we, when we take a very detailed medical history and a, and a very detailed dental history. And so sometimes it's putting the historical pieces about someone's life together as well. And, you know, when we're talking about the oral cancer, it's, you know, do you smoke and how much do you smoke and what do you smoke? That's a big thing today. You know, we don't know what the significance of uh, vaping and some of the cannabis use is going to be long term. But this is another area where as we start to get more and more information about a person's history, um, then we can start to be even more inquisitive and more predictive. And the science is getting to allow us to be more and more precise. So precision is what's happening uh, as well. And we never used to be able to do that. We used to look and say, well, I think maybe this is going on or I'm not sure. But now we can take, we can order other tests. We can make referrals to get people looked at more carefully. And there's no question we can be the dentist. And we are um, key people in being able to, in my office particularly, in being able to uh, look in the mouth and just get an idea that something else could be wrong or could be highly related that could be wrong. And it's very informative for people and it gives them an opportunity to be healthier. And, you know, some people say, um, Henry, well, I don't want to know. Well, you know, you do want to know. Because why would, why if, because, would anybody because, say they don't want to know? Because if you, want, if, if you don't know, then you can't do anything about it. What I want in my office, I want to give people a choice to be healthier. And if they want that, um, we're there for them and we can, uh, we can get them that care. And I just think that it's kind of amazing that this even exists, that you've got this, that we have the capability scientifically and diagnostically to be able to predict these diseases, the susceptibility to them without waiting until the symptoms take a hold. Because by the time pancreatic cancer is too late, once you get the symptoms, you're done. You know, there's no turning back. Ovarian cancer, there's no turning back. And the fact that you actually have a clinic and a lab where and patients can call and come in and have this diagnostic test done. Tell us a little bit about how much does it cost? How long does it take to get this diagnosis done? Yeah, these tests are, uh, they're variable fees, but uh, again, for under $400, you can get a, you can get a really nice sample 
of uh, bacteria and yeast that are that are uh, that are that are in the mouth, and it's the imbalance in that in that pathogen population that um, that in, that starts to make the light bulb go off for us. That hey, there's some other things going on, and I had probably four new patients last week, and most of those new patients uh, were in were in either moderate to late stage of disease. And I would have loved to have gotten a hold of them, uh, you know, years before. It would have been so much easier to to treat them. And there's still a lot of hope for them, and they're still gonna they're still gonna work out fine. And we're not gonna we're not gonna lose teeth, um, or we or not gonna lose many teeth for some. But the idea is we want to get to these diseases way earlier. And Marine, we have the technology today. We can do it. It's a very simple test. It's uh, you know, it's less than a, a night or two out uh, to dinner. And it's um, it's very, very valuable to do. Tremendously valuable. And it's just amazing to think about the fact that we have the science and we have the capability to be able to get this type of diagnosis. And thank God for your patients that came in. They came in to see a dentist and look what they found out. It may be life-saving for these people. No question. Absolutely. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> we're going to have to take a brief break. You are listening to the Dr. Doug Thompson radio show where we're talking about the importance of diagnosing and treating gum disease and how it can prevent some of the major diseases of our time. If you have a question, you can call the doctor directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to the doctor directly. And you are listening to the Dr. Thompson radio show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special edition of the Dr. Thompson Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are talking with Dr. Thompson, dentist and pioneer in prevention from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. He's with us again today explaining the medical diagnostic model he incorporates in his clinic to screen for many of the catastrophic diseases, from cardiac disease to Alzheimer's, that through early detection can be prevented. If you have a question for the doctor on the topics we're discussing today, give us a call at 800-859-0957. Dr. Thompson, all this diagnostic work, pre-diagnostic work is so terribly important. But before we come back to it, I just want to say congratulations for the 16th year in a row. Dr. Thompson was voted one of the best dentists in our magazine. So congratulations. Oh, That's you. a long time, right? Thank you. Well deserved. Yeah, well you. deserved. Yes, bravo. Thank and I think that one of the you. reasons why you continually get voted one of the best dentists is uh, because of what you're doing, because it is, it's definitely medical dental care. It's not just dental care. It's not just about your teeth or your gums. It's about what's that lurking disease that's that's working on your other organs that you don't know about and God forbid doesn't get diagnosed. Yeah, it's really been hard to, um, it's, it, it's been fun to go down this pathway. Um, but for a lot of dentists, you know, the, the, they focus on just repairing the teeth and we just move beyond that. We needed to, we wanted to become experts at repairing the teeth and we wanted to make sure we could give people beautiful smiles and do all the crowns and the implants. And so my practice is very much a regular dental practice with, uh, as far as the reparative side and the corrective side of what we do, the mechanical side of what we do. But the uniqueness of the practice is this um, ability to detect diseases and oral diseases much, much earlier than traditional uh, dentists do. And many of these referrals that come in and re come in, either they either have a dentist or they, or they, uh, or they have had some dental care 
and it, these are not just people that have diseases because they've neglected themselves. And, and these diseases that creep up in our mouths, they're not usually caused because we neglected ourselves. They cause because we, they're caused because we have a disease susceptibility. We're susceptible to the disease. So it's really important, even if you think you're not having a problem, to get in and get looked at so that we can, uh, we can make sure that there's nothing going on there. So it's part of our routine maintenance. And um, Dr. Thompson, I, yeah. I just want to mention something. One thing that really stuck with me in one of the prior shows that we did is you had said something along the lines of, you know, of all the people coming in, you know, maybe 10 percent are going to be fine. But then there's 80 percent that have an issue. And then there's another 10 percent that have a serious issue. Yeah, there's so a no lot question. of people. Yeah. Don't don't realize. I mean, this is we're talking about 90 percent of the people that walk in the door probably have something that they really need help with. Yeah, and what and Siobhan, what you're referring to is uh, that was the study that was about the prevalence of gum disease and the prevalence that sometime in our life we're going to have problems with either bleeding gums or we're going to have problems with gum recession where the teeth look like they're getting longer and there's going to be some issue with that. And every time, every time we have a, a, a little exacerbation of this disease or a little spike in this disease, um, we lose some of the architecture around our teeth. We lose some of the support for our teeth. But at the same time, what's causing that problem is affecting our blood vessels. I mean, who, who, who would have thought? I, I had no idea that if you have the wrong mouth bacteria, it can affect hypertension, you know, you know, high blood pressure. So there's so many things, colorectal cancer, you know, from having certain kinds of bacteria exposure. And so who, who would think that something, some, entity so far remote from the mouth would be so affected. And when we started to learn that, we really took a deep dive into that aspect of people's health. And that's why we, we've we learned just so much more than just the reparative side of dentistry. And it's been, and to your point, uh, 90% of people at some point in their lifetime will have will have a need for something that we could do to help them be healthier. And, and you, know, you know, most of these patients, uh, they don't have to necessarily do more uh, they might have to do a little bit more for themselves, but we need to be able to give them creative ways to be successful. And in my office, uh, for years and years and years, unfortunately, we just told everybody brush and floss, brush and floss. And there's so much more you can do now to manage the oral health, uh, the, your oral health than just brushing and flossing. And part of it is being aware of uh, if you have a bacterial imbalance, that's for sure. Dr. Thompson, I've got a question for you. If your patient profile Let's separate the men from the women. I would like to ask you this question. I'm sure you get a lot of patients who come in who haven't seen a dentist in years. Correct. And they're coming in, to, gingerly coming in. They've taken the first step to come in. Would you say this is more prevalent with men or women? No, I think, um, I think probably a little bit more with men. Um, but I think that both, um, both genders have, uh, have, we have that experience. And I think one of the things that happens is if you have a low disease susceptibility, meaning that you're not prone to disease, you've gone a lot of your life without cavities. You've gone a lot of your life without uh, certain things. And so these folks think, oh, I'm just fine. I don't really need to see a dentist that often. And sometimes they come in and uh, they're really surprised uh, by what's been going on. Um, and last week I mentioned a couple of people that came in. One person hadn't been in in five years. Um, it's not uncommon, and especially with COVID, uh, there's been quite a few people who have avoided going out and getting um, and seeking uh, medical care. I can tell you that the mouth is something that you do not want to have imbalanced if you get COVID. 
um, because it can make things a lot worse. We could have uh, most of people uh, that have big health problems from COVID, they have either pneumonia, uh, aspiration pneumonia from, t- from, uh, from aspirating these harmful bacteria is much more prevalent in the, uh, in the, in the uh, population that has, uh, that has other viral issues. So these, uh, these, these, these things build and they mound and they, they're additive. And that's a really big problem. So, uh, it's, it's really good not to avoid, not to avoid going just because you don't think you have a problem. Well, also, I think that during COVID, a lot of dental offices were closed. We were and too so, for a few months. So, yeah. so that's, that's quite a significant amount of time. And it maybe gave people yeah. a pass to sit down and just worry about COVID for the time being and not about all the other things. But when I think about the statistics of the prevalence of men, perhaps not being as eager to make an appointment with a dentist, as you're talking, I'm thinking about what about prostate cancer, colon cancer, cardiac disease. 900,000 men died last year from the Widowmaker. They're way more susceptible to these horrible, deadly diseases than for women sure. are. So guess what? You have a one-stop shop. They can go and they don't have to go for a colonoscopy or a PSA test and a rectal test. Or they don't have to you know, go in for cardiac screening and all kinds of other serious, more serious screening when they can come in and it's like, quick, look in your mouth, take a sample. Everyone should do it. I mean, let's be honest about it. Everybody should do it. No, you're absolutely right. Now, I can't diagnose just from a saliva sample. I can't diagnose uh, rectal cancer, but I surely can. I surely can look and see if someone has an imbalance in the biomarkers that or biofilm that could uh, that could affect that process. But at and least so, you're. But at least you're lighting a light there, and you're saying, absolutely. "Whoa, something is not right here." If you're Absolutely. looking and you've been doing this for years, how many years have you been doing this kind of medical yeah, dentistry? 15 like years. We've been a long this. time. A long time. So you're basically a researcher. You're basically a class of dentistry all on your own. But I feel as though we're very lucky and there ought to be, you do have the Wellness Dentistry Network. So it's not like there are no other dentists out there and you're working to teach many other dentists, but they should all be doing it because this is such a simple way of doing screening. And it doesn't matter at what level the screening is. You're like, leading the way to the next step in screening because you don't want to miss anything. Yeah. And, you know, and I want more dentists to be like our office. I want more dentists to do what we're doing. So, you know, you mentioned the Wellness Dentistry Network. That's an educational effort that I've been involved with uh, since uh, I invented that in 2016. And it's something where we're trying to encourage and we are encouraging other dentists and other care providers to get together in other parts of the country. You know, we have a lot of people that come to our area and they leave our area, they move someplace else. And when they move to California or Arizona or Wyoming or wherever they move, I would love to know somebody in that area or have somebody in that area that understands this more advanced language and this more advanced style of thinking, um, this more diagnostic and preventive uh, approach. Because for every practitioner that I can influence to do this in their business, um, it helps thousands of people. We all treat thousands of people. Well, let's hope that all the dentists are going to one day be doing it. But in the meantime, we'll have to take a break. You are listening to the Dr. Doug Thompson radio show where we're talking about oral health and disease prevention. If you have a question, you can reach the doctor directly by calling 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't miss your chance to talk to the doctor directly. You're listening to the Dr. Thompson radio show on 760 WJR. Welcome back to this last segment of this special live edition of the Dr. Thompson radio show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here this afternoon talking with Dr. Thompson 
about his state-of-the-art clinic and his practice of prevention and screening. This is our final segment. So if you have a question for the doctor on the topics we're discussing this afternoon, don't hesitate to call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. So Dr. Thompson, we have, we're now in our last segment and let's talk a little bit more about what do you want the people to know that they ought to be doing. As I said over the break and I've said all along, your PCP is not going to do this screening. Doctors are not set up to be able to do it. It's not going to happen. And this is this facilitation of early screening and early detection, not only saving lives, but at least it's letting you know it's a starting point and it's a simple starting point and a non-intrusive, non-invasive, very quick, easy way to get diagnosed. Yeah, it is. And we were on the break, we were talking about uh, this disease detection and, you know, detecting disease early is a little bit more challenging because we need to have some kind of sophisticated um, science. And this in this this test is, came available in 2009, basically. And um, I jumped on it right when it came in because I thought it was going to be fantastic. And it really does help us understand what's going on in the mouth a lot better. And then what about the relationship to the 57 other diseases? So, you know, if you're a man under 50 and you come in and you have gum disease and uh, I look at the oral bacteria, there's, I already know there's a 72% chance you have cardiovascular disease. So I would immediately uh, want to guide you to where to get screened so that you could find out if you're one of those uh, 72% or not. Uh, and, you know, today we have so many people, 50% of men and 64% of women are dying uh, or the first time they find out they have heart disease is when they have a sudden heart attack or stroke. Right. And we don't want that for we don't want that for them. So so there's so many opportunities to look at the mouth and then say, you know, if you have this, then there's a there's a there's a there's a likelihood or, or surely an increased chance that you may have this and we need to get you to somebody who can help you with that. So I want to make our listening audience aware too that I don't treat all those diseases. I uh I'm uh I, you know, I work in the mouth and I treat diseases of the mouth, the oral cavity and the head and neck. But I do but I uh but I surely do um, depend on, and we have built a network of physicians that we can rely on to help us uh, guide well, our well, patients. Well, what's important to mention too yeah. is that you're spending time, you know, the time is what you're you're really spending with the patients and that's what they're not getting with the primary care physician because it's impossible to do this amount of screening in five minutes, yeah. you know? So the fact is you're really stepping in where there is a shortage in the medical field with a lot of people that are going to their doctors that are only being seen when they're sick. Yeah, and I think another thing, Siobhan, that's really interesting in dentistry is a lot of the patients, uh, most of the patients that come in, come in with regularity. So the um, uh, we know that about 72% of the people who are regular at their dentist, are, they're going to see them, they're going to probably see their dentist at least twice a year. Uh, only 50%, 52% of the people are re relatively regular in the physician's office. So it's a much it's a much easier, it seems to be a much easier appointment to keep uh, in our office. We have great recare systems. We have good reminder systems to uh, let people know when they need to come in. So we are seeing more of the general population more frequently. And that combined, com combined with having a, a really keen awareness or a, a heightened awareness about how oral conditions affect systemic health is really makes us, it makes it a great spot. Um, for this conversation. And most of our appointments are 45 minutes to an hour long. So we do have dialogue time with patients. And I have patients say to me things like, uh, you know, 
it's unbelievable to me that I can have a more meaningful discussion about my health with my dentist than I can with uh, some of my other healthcare providers. And I'm, you know, I'm honored to be able to, to help them with that, but I'm, I'm just assisting in the process. And, and I want to have, uh, I want dentists to know that, uh, look, you, you know, your practice is going to be an amazing opportunity to help people with other areas of their health. And that's because we have this time and we have the ability to dialogue with patients. And um, all we need to do is have a, have some training, you know, a little bit of training to do that. And we're doing that and we're training others. Well, I look at it this way that I don't want to take up all of the time here, but I do look at it this way that the PCPs are never going to do this oral screening. They're never going to do it. They don't have time. That's not what they're all about. They're all about, di- you know, diagnosing end stage disease. So you're basically the first stop. You're the first stop. People should go into your office or to a dentist that practices this the screening. And you also have mentioned many times that you can refer them up to the non-invasive and very sophisticated screening that is out there. But let's talk about what the elephant in the room is. The elephant in the room is in this country, it's not covered by insurance. So let us come back and talk about that. It's extremely important. The reason why no one knows about the CT cardiac calcium scoring test, the CIMT test, the gallery blood test that detects the 57 different types of cancers that are deadly. It's not talked about. That is the elephant in the room because your insurance company has decided they're not covering these tests. But let's take a look at the cost. The cost to go through what you're, the first step with you, a couple hundred dollars. It's nothing. Right. If you find out during that testing, during that screening, you need more sophisticated screening, you've got your book of referrals, You'll send them on to the more sophisticated, but let me say, non-intrusive, non-invasive. You don't have to go into the hospital. It doesn't hurt. There's very sophisticated testing out here and screening in this country. But the shame of it all is the insurance companies are not covering it. So therefore, it's incumbent on the individual to find out about it and take the bull by the horns and invest the few hundred dollars in getting this screening. And you're the first stop. Because you know where the screening is. Yeah, no, there's no question that we have to do that. And, and and it's unfortunate, but, you know, insurance companies, we have good research to show that when you treat these oral, when you treat oral diseases, the subsequent medical costs go down over the next five years. So I, I just hope, I hope that there's some insurance company out there somewhere that would take, uh, take a stand and say, you know what, we're going to help people clean up their mouths because we know these people that are, that are on the record with us are going to save uh, a lot of money um, in managing chronic diseases, diabetes and arthritis and heart disease and uh, stroke risk. I mean, these the 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 fact that when we clean up the mouth and we take the mouth out of the equation as being a contributor, a negative contributor to somebody's overall health, um, it saves unnecessary hospital experiences and it saves money down the road. So you would you would think that one of these companies would say, yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, and you know, we're going to do that. We just haven't seen that a lot, and you're correct. People do have to just uh, – people have to uh, be their own advocate, and they have to uh, just prioritize uh, a few bucks to come in, get a great exam, and it, and if you uh, – what you could learn during that exam could totally be life-saving. And sure. we're talking about very sophisticated screening, non-invasive, non-painful, not requiring a hospitalization. Correct. All of this screening is really very simple, doesn't cost very much. But the unfortunate thing is Americans need to wake up and know that your insurance companies are never going to cover it. I'll give you the last few words because we've got about 
less than a minute. Yeah, and it's and it's really it it is unfortunate. But let me just tell you that there's so many people that have uh, thanked us and that have benefited from uh, early diseases. The disease detection, I get thank you letters and people say things like, thanks for saving my life. And it's really, really uh, provides a lot of joy in practice. And what I would encourage people to do is come and be part of it. You know, come into our office and um, let us help you. Let us help you discover not only how to take great care of your mouth, but how um, your mouth could be contributing in a negative way to other things. And if it is, I'll help you. Uh, I'll help you stabilize that. Take advantage of the screening that's out there at Dr. Thompson's office. Unfortunately, we're out of time, and that wraps it up for the Dr. Thompson Radio Show on 760 WJR, sponsored by Integrative Oral Medicine. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, together with my co-host, Siobhan Cronin. And again, I want to thank Dr. Thompson for talking to us today about taking charge of our health, being proactive, and avoiding the devastating results of undiagnosed oral pathogens. To learn more about Dr. Thompson's practice, you can reach him directly at 248-642-1000. Again, that number is 248-642-1000 or by visiting him on the web at ioralmed.com. Again, that's I-O-R-A-L-M-E-D.com. We hope that you've enjoyed this special show and you've become more informed about oral health and its impact on the major diseases of our time. Thank you for listening and be well. <laughs>